Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to dive into our Super Coach reviews this afternoon. Obviously, our Classic and our Draft side. We'll kick off with our Classic side and uh, all slowly going downhill on the old Classic front. Uh, we've never really been known for being a Classic page, more of a Draft page, but uh, we had a pretty reasonably good you know, good start to the classic season this year. I've been in the top thousand or so for a while there, but uh, reality has definitely brought us back to the ground. Uh, we only scored 468 on the weekend. I sort of used a little get out of jail card. I accidentally left my captain on turbo. So I only had a VC and thankfully I went with Cody Walker. He scored well. I mean, I only had to pick out of two or three guys. It was either going to be Cody or it was going to be AJ. Realistically, both got a very similar score. So uh, 468 a score this week. Very disappointing. But I knew I was going to get that, obviously, missing a number of players. Didn't really plan for round 17. I was sort of willing to cop that one on the chin. Uh, dropped me down uh, about another 1,500 spots. Uh, so it put me down to 5,955. So um, I'm pretty disappointed, to be honest with you, considering how well I did to kick off the year um, and only a few weeks ago how well I was doing. But, I mean, if you would have said to me I'd be 6,000 at this point, probably before a ball was kicked this year, I probably would have been stoked with that, to be honest with you. Um, only got six trades left. Obviously going to bring in David Fafita this week. Um, so I'm going to bring him in, and then that's going to leave me with five. And then I think I'm just going to have to white-knuckle it. I uh, hope that we get through this week. Obviously, Tom Travojevic being rested, that's a massive hit for us. Um, a guy that I don't think I can trade out, though. He's simply too good to let go of. So going to have to just uh, hope that we can get by over the next few weeks. Hopefully jump up a couple of spots. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there in worse spots than me as far as trades go, but there's a hell of a lot of people in much better spots than me as well and higher than me so uh, going to be a tough run home I know a lot of my mates are doing a lot better than me at the moment so going to be very interesting moving forward in classic I mean if I can finish within the top 6,000 
Uh, I'll probably be pretty happy with that, to be perfectly honest with you. So if I can make an improvement from here, um, it's definitely a spot that I will take without a doubt. Now, when we have a look at my draft side this week, a really interesting week. Um, Obviously, my draft competition, it's sort of getting down to the back end. We're now into the last four weeks. I'm currently sitting third. And as you guys know, I've been quite blessed this season. I've got a little bit lucky. When I say I've got a little bit lucky, I've got extremely lucky so far this year. And um, this week, it was no different. Uh, I obviously... It's around 17, so there was not a heap of guys playing. There was a risk that Cody Walker, he was going to play Origin, a risk that Reese Walsh was going to play Origin a couple of weeks ago, and I, th- I sort of thought, oh, round 17, I'm going to be screwed. By some form of miracle, everything fell my way, and both of those guys were able to play. Obviously, Cody Walker, he was, I think, the second-highest scorer of the entire round, had him as skipper. So got me a good win against uh, John Dean, former... Uh, rugby league week rider and uh, the guy you would have seen on my Instagram taking photos for our merchandise drop at the start of the year so JD a champion bloke he's come on to talk about the Dragons a couple of times as well so stoked to get a win there I ended up scoring 647 so still not a great score but it is round 17 so you're missing a heap of guys Uh, Cody Walker obviously my skipper got 260 Tommy Dearden I was lucky that he scored a try to pull 45 points Victor Radley I thought he looked really good played big minutes as well for 58 points of essentially all base, so really excited for Rads moving forward. Takiaho, I thought he had probably his best game in a little while, which probably isn't saying too much because he's been going like a busted asshole recently. He scored 57, which I was absolutely stoked with. Um, of course, Takiaho now is out for one to two weeks, uh, potentially a little bit more with hamstring tightness, so going to have to monitor Takiaho. Jake Avrillo got 32 on the weekend, was pretty happy with that considering it was the Roosters, a pretty low-scoring match. Uh, Reese Walsh, 65. Dallin-Matenis-Lesniak, 51 without a try. Did have a try assist. There were 12 points, so I mean, Dallin, even when he's not having um, you know high-scoring games, scoring tries or whatever, still getting about 40 points, which I'm absolutely stoked with. Reese Walsh, a 65, and look... Uh, Reese Walsh, if he would have landed that last pass to Dalamatenis Lesniak, I mean, that's a little bonus 50 points that could, I could have got in that one play there. So that's a combo I'm looking forward to having. Tyg Wilton got a 48. Solid. I'm sort of expecting more from Tyg, to be honest with you. I was hoping he'd be uh, a 55 sort of minimum guy. We'll see how that plays out moving forward. And Sivitalakai, sort of my headache at the moment. Uh, he got 31 points. So a little bit disappointing with him. Interesting to see if Aaron Woods goes into this bubble. There's a bit of whispers around that he won't. If he doesn't, that could be a good little win for Siffer moving forward. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my roundup for the week. Uh, I had the waiver wire pick six weeks, which I didn't actually go for anyone. I wasn't sure who I was going to drop. And then um, I spoke to uh, I spoke to our good mate of the podcast, Branko Lee, once again today, um, just to catch up, see how he's going. Obviously, the Melbourne Storm, they're moving back up to Brisbane now, like the rest of the competitions. I was just seeing what their movements were there. And he actually, uh, he mentioned to me that he actually did his hamstring a few days ago, so um, he's not even going to be in the Melbourne Storm top 30 now, so if you have been taking my advice and holding on to Branko, as I said, he was pretty confident he was going to break back into this side he has had another hamstring injury, that hasn't really hit mainstream media yet, but if you have been holding on to Branko uh, he's a guy to let go of, he's not even going into the Melbourne Storm top 30 moving forward so I released him, and I've just taken a bit of of a flyer, obviously I've got Takiyahu out this week, Uh, I was hoping to get our good mate Blake Laurie back off the waiver wire, um 
um, just with, with the Dragons uh, and a couple of obviously Paul Vaughan leaving and a bit of other stuff going on there. I think he could be a bit of a winner in that pack. Uh, but he is going to miss a game over the next few weeks. Anyway, I missed out on Blake Laurie. He was the one guy I wavered for. Um, I'm going to just take a punt on Thomas McKayley, uh this week. He's obviously been named at 13 for the West Tigers. His base stats aren't too bad. Doesn't really have much attacking upside. He's a guy that a year ago, I didn't think he'd still be playing first grade, to be honest with you. But I think he has improved a little bit. Uh, he's a guy that has definitely matured into his football. Uh, another one of these ones, it's a bit of a flyer. I mean, it's not really a huge draft play. But in a deep 14-man comp, you sort of got to take these punts. And I can't believe how hard it is to get front row forwards. I remember sitting with Natty on the podcast a couple of months ago saying, you know, don't value front row forwards. There's so many of them. They're so easy to get. I don't know about everyone else's comp, but fuck me, they're hard to get at the moment in my comp. Really solid guys that you can just rely on to get 50 each week. So at the moment, my three front rowers are Jacob Saifidi, McKaylee, and Takiaho. So reasonably happy. Just depends what McKaylee does. Obviously, he's starting in the 13 this week. That's where he's been named. So hopefully, he jumps into that Alex 12 sort of role. If he can get 55 minutes, I think he will score about 50 points. So I'll be happy with that. Jermaine Asako, he obviously played in the last game for the Broncos. He was obviously outside Katoni Staggs. Now, I've got both of these guys in my side. I was sort of hoping that Xavier Coates was going to be on the outside uh, out there in Brisbane. He got dropped a few weeks ago. It seems that he's back in the team outside Katoni Staggs. Some great real estate for him as far as scoring tries goes. So Asako, he's another one I've got a bit of a headache around what I'm going to do. On my bench at the moment, I've got Takiaho, Isako, Andrew McCulloch, who's a great AE, but I have Sifatalakai, who's kind of stinking it up a little bit on that bench for me. Um, I have to give him a couple more weeks, see what he does, see what happens in this bubble, see if they get any more injuries and whatnot moving forward. And hopefully at the back end, I can sort of get rid of Talakai and start to play some AE magic when we get into the finals with probably Andrew McCulloch. I have got Victor Radley as well, who's a second row forward slash hooker. Um, I've got three back rowers that I'm happy with at the moment. So Radley's playing hooker for me this week uh, with Andrew McCulloch uh, coming up against the Manly Seagulls. He should do a heap of defensive work, but I also think the Dragons will probably spend a lot of time standing standing behind their post. So I'm probably going to leave McCulloch on my bench and probably start Victor Radley over him. I wish I could play these guys in different positions to get them both in because I think they'll both probably go around the 60 mark. Um, I've got a really big matchup this week against uh, my best mate, Jeremy, and uh, he's sort of he's sort of fallen out of contention a little bit. He's got uh, Nathan Cleary was his second pick overall. He's obviously injured and he sort of has turned into a bit of a one-man team moving forward. Uh, he's got Reid Marnie in his team, so he will get him back. I've got no guys that are backing up from Origin, thankfully. So all my guys will be playing, whereas he's got a number of guys. I think he's got Tino. Um, he's got a few other guys that are backing up from Origin that will probably play limited minutes realistically. So a game that I should win, and right now it's actually unbelievable where I'm sitting, and it's it's, it's a little bit embarrassing to talk about, to be honest with you, because this has been far from my best year of draft. My team's starting to come together now. Um, there's obviously been a lot of guys like Tony Staggs and whatnot that I've had to wait a long time for. Team's starting to come together now, but uh, on the ladder, I'm coming third out of 14th, and I've scored uh, the third least amount of points. In fact, the guy that I'm equal with, um, Wilkie, who's another guy in our competition, he's also won two premierships. We're the only two guys to win two premierships in our competition, and we let everyone know about it. We're, uh, we're both equal on 22 points, which is 11 wins. Um, he scored 2,000 more points than me this year, 2,000 more points across 17 rounds. It is more than 100 points around. He's outscored me, and we're on even points. It is unbelievable. The run I've had is just been crazy. Um, his for and against, his differential is 1,300. Mine's 110. It is honestly crazy. I've been very blessed this year, but 
I've sort of been in this situation before. You get a little bit lucky. You make it to the finals. You think you're not really in contention. And then anything can happen in Supercoach. And I'm really hoping Cody Walker, the guy back from the start, he's starting to hit some really good form. I'm hoping he can be a guy that can sort of carry me through the finals. Uh, it looks like Nathan Cleary, as I said, the guy I'm playing this week, Gemma's got Cleary. It looks like he will not be playing finals. It would be a miracle if he was to get back into finals contention. So those real high ceiling players, it's really Tom Trevojevic. Uh, another guy's got Latrell Mitchell and Nico Hines. Hopefully Pappy comes back soon. It sort of makes Hines a little bit irrelevant. Or irrelevant brings it back to the pack a little bit. But I'm going to need a lot of things to go my way um, during this final series, no doubt about it. Very lucky to be sitting where I am. If I can finish with a top four finish, that would be unreal. I give myself every chance to pull something out of my ass and win a super coach comp out of nowhere, which, as we all know, it can happen from anywhere in draft. So, shaping up, got to probably win three out of my next four games to hold on to my top four spot, I reckon. Um, it's not going to be easy to hold on to my top four spot, but I should get a win this week, uh, which would hopefully put me in good stead. But I've got a, tough, a couple of really tough matchups to finish the season as well. So, I'll let you know each week how I'm traveling, but a bit of Branko Lee news there. If you've held him, like I told you, get rid of him. He will not be playing again this year. I think he's played his last game for Melbourne, realistically. And yeah, fingers crossed we can get into the finals and we can give it a real shake moving forward. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.